Come on, can we give him some praise right now? Can we keep this presence here? God, you are worthy. You are holy. God, you are worthy of it all. You're worthy of our praise. You're worthy of our worship. You're worthy of our time. You're worthy of our effort. You're worthy of our lives. God, we give it all to you. And we recognize that you are holy and you are worthy. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for what you are already doing in this place. We thank you that your presence is here and, and it is living and it is active. And you have, you have showed up this morning and you are ready to do something in the hearts of your people, God. So I pray that you open our hearts, God. I pray that you break up the fallow ground. God, I pray that you let us be ready to receive whatever you have for us this morning, God. And so we thank you. We thank you for what you are about to do, and we thank you for what you have already started in this place. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, go ahead and clap as you are seated. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Well, good morning. You may be seated. My name is Pastor Ben. I am uh, the youth and young adults pastor along with my wife and before I dive into anything, I'm going to piggyback off of what Pastor said about camp. I got to go there on Thursday night, and um, I'm a part of the camp directing team. And so I got to go there Thursday and stay the night and hang out Friday. And so I got to see this campground, and it is beautiful. It is, I wish I, I, wish I had the pictures. They have like a ropes course where you can like go up high, climb on some ropes. I was like, hey, what's that over there? And they're like, that's a zip line. I was like, let's go. There's a zip line. There's a mud pit, so the girls are like, eh, and the guys are like, mud pit, yeah. So uh, that's going to be fun. The cafeteria has like all these windows open. You can see the lake and everything. They have like your own little fountain machine, so you can, make, you can get Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, fruit punch, and water. Just why not? Why not? You're a teenage boy. That's what you're going to do. And so it's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. And then I got to walk into the tabernacle. And I walked in, and I was just like, oof, like, I'm ready for what's going to happen in this place. And the, the guy directing it, he was like, there's something holy about this place, isn't it? There's something sacred about this place, because for students, there's not many sacred places anymore. But this place, he was like, it just feels sacred, a place where students can be open, a place where students can be vulnerable and feel the presence of God and experience the presence of God. And what I love about it is that they're going to see hundreds of other students that look just like them, act just like them, worshiping and feeling the presence of God. Amen. So if you want to help us do that, I encourage you to, to give something or to, even if you can't give, pray over our kids. Pray that this, this week is just life-changing. Amen. Amen. Super excited for camp. And I want to thank you for joining us on this memorial weekend. And before we dive in, I'd like to just pray. Pray for those families. I'd like to lift up the families um, that have lost loved ones that have served in our country, but I'd also like to take the same time to lift up those families that have lost loved ones this week at that horrible, evil thing that happened in Texas, and we'd like to lift up those families in Buffalo. There are evil things happening, and people need Jesus now more than ever, and so let's pray together. Let's join together and lift up these families. God, we just lift them up to you right now, God. God, we don't have the answers to the questions, God, but we know you are the answer to the questions, God. So I pray that you comfort these families that have lost loved ones, these families that have, have lost 
people way too soon, God. And so we just pray that you comfort them. And I pray that you show them the light of Jesus. I pray that you send ministering angels to these people, God, that, you sh- that they can shine the light. I pray that the local church where these families are at can just cover these families and can just love on them and show them that there's still hope in, in this dark, dark world. And so I just pray that you comfort them, remind them that you are close to them, even when they don't see it, that you are close and near to these families, God. God, we give this broken world to you, God. We give this broken world to you, knowing that you are the answer, God. In Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, and continue to pray for them throughout this week. Continue to pray for them throughout this week. I I was thinking about this, and I was just like, young men. And it just made me think, if you young men pray for them, that may be, so let's dive in to the world, the word, and I, together, the body of Christ divided everything that somebody is about and how different in ways that they're different they can kind of stand out right? go out into the wilderness and they cook me and like um a, like I'm just I'm just gonna make them a hotel we have um do you guys remember this remember this old country song by Toby Keith that's called I, this bar he's like but I love this bar I don't I don't I, types of people in this church there's so many different and so I love this that, imagine how how boring it would be if we just all looked, why why get to know each other look different but sometimes it can be hard to love hard to understand different it can person love you even though you think that it it, it can be hard right amen amen it can absolutely be hard maybe it's just maybe it's just hard for me um like i wish live and love together where we're all different and we do we do and there are two places in scripture where we read about the it's ephesians and so i'll be bouncing back in between those each other as body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Our first Corinthians chapter 12, but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, the same. We are the body of Christ. Received the salvation, you are part of the body of Christ. And if you haven't received salvation yet, I have to get plugged in. Home, find your community, find your family. If you need Jesus, you need a community. You need Jesus and you need a community. And so I'd like being, not only just being a part of the body of Christ, but having unified. That's the important, unified. And so being unified, 4.3 says, make every effort to keep yourselves united, binding yourselves together with peace. Satan loves division. Isolation is a weapon against us, is a weapon formed against us. We isolate ourselves. Once we isolate ourselves, we allow the devil to questioning things. And so that is the everything I'm that you want to find yourself. And if you are there this morning, it's time. Amen. Yeah, come on. Clap. Thank you, Jesus. And I think we see a really good example. And if we to 2 Samuel 11, verse 1, King David, it says, In the spring of the year, when the, when the kings go out to battle, Joab ends with him, and all ravaged the Ammonites in Baba, but David at Jerusalem. And so for those of you that, that don't know the story, war should have been out. He stayed behind. And this is when Sheba happened. I'm so immature. Is, did anybody else find it funny that it's Bathsheba and she was taking a bath and David saw her? That's hilarious. Working on my meme that, that's going around. And so for this strike one, no. and he sleeps with her, right? Strike two, big no, no. And it's like, like, Happy that him and David are in this place. I don't know. I'm still working on myself. Pray for me. Pray for me. He have been with his family. He should have been out. He isolated himself. He stayed back. And he 
isolated, and there is no accountability in isolation. There is no accountability in isolation. There's nobody to speak truth to you in isolation. And so we are stronger together. We are stronger together, amen? Amen. And so this morning, I want to talk about three ways that we see that three things that we can do for us as the body of Christ to be unified together. And the first thing is unconditional love. It's almost like the hardest one. Unconditional love. Not just love, unconditional love. Ephesians 4.2 says, it says, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. So I want you to turn to the next person, turn to the person next to you, say, you're a mess. Come on, say, you're a mess. Then say, but I love you anyways. You're a mess, but I love you anyways. Some of you just said you're a mess and you didn't say anything after that, okay? Tell them, but I love you anyways. <laughs> as, as members of the body of Christ, we are called to love each other in spite of our imperfections, amen? In spite of our mess, we're called to love each other. And the body of Christ should show the love of Christ. And that love is unconditional. So we're supposed to have unconditional love for our brothers in Christ. It's so easy, right? We just read that scripture and say, yes, God. I have unconditional love for the person next to me. It's so easy, right? No, absolutely not. It is so hard to have unconditional love. And that's why the following verse in Ephesians 4 verse 3 says, Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. He even says, hey, this is going to take some effort on your part. It's going to take an effort to keep yourselves united. And unite means to bring together for a common purpose or action. It doesn't mean, hey, just magically do nothing and you'll magically just become closer to the people around you. But that's what we hope for, right? If I just, you know, if I just keep coming to church and I'm just nice, like eventually like this whole body of Christ thing, we're going to work together. It's not how it happens. There's an effort involved in this process. It involves action and intentionality. It's a verb. It's an effort. And things that involve effort aren't easy. They involve effort. And so we are called to have that unconditional love and to put in that effort because it's worth it. That effort is worth it. And one of those efforts, ready, is having patience with each other. Ooh, that's, that's what I said. That's, I'm, I'm real open and honest. I struggle with patience. I'm like, I, I, it's something I'm working on. Okay, I'm working on having patience. So if you could pray for me. But it's tough because it's like, there's, there's like this little clip that's like, if you pray for patience, God isn't just going to insert patience inside of you. He's going to put you in positions where, you're, where you have to be patient. Ugh, like, why does it have to work? Why can't I just like, just get like, you know, just injected with a little IV of patience and be like, hey, I'm good. But no, you get put into these positions where you can grow and exercise that muscle of patience. And so it says, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. And as humans, we're going to let each other down. We're going to disappoint each other. We're going to say things that we don't mean. We're going to disagree on the, the dumbest things. And maybe we'll disagree on some very important things. We're going to make bad decisions. We're going to stumble and fall. I, I hope if you're new to all this body of Christ thing, I hope you're seeing that we are not perfect. 
We are not perfect, all right? And you are not called to be perfect. You're called to just do your best. You will not be perfect, all right? Only Jesus is perfect, and we are called to just do our best to be like him, amen? And so we can't abandon each other when things go south and when things get messy. We're, we're supposed to make allowances for each other's faults. Not in a way that, that we accept and, be, and, and approve of behavior and we're just like, you know what, like it's fine. No, we, we have to have an understanding that people are going to fall, but we're going to love them anyway, right? We are going to love them through their mess. When Shine, when Shine was... A little bit younger, he, he would, I mean, he still eats mac and cheese like crazy, but I would make him mac and cheese, and I would always put a plate under his mac and cheese, because I know there's no way that this is staying in the bowl. There's no way that this, if I don't put this plate here, this mac and cheese is getting on the carpet, it's getting on the table, it's, get, it's, it's probably going to get in his hair, no matter what, but I had to put this, this plate under his mac and cheese to say, hey, listen, I, I know you're going to do your best but I'm going to put this plate here just to catch anything that, that gets missed. And so next time you're, you're dealing with that person, that's, it's tough to deal with them. It's hard to deal with them. I just want you to imagine, hey, listen, I love you, and I'm just going to put a little plate of grace under you. And I'm going to understand that you are not perfect and that this plate is going to catch anything. And this, this is just a plate of grace that I'm going to use to just say, listen, here you go. Here's my friendship. Here's my love. Here, I'm going to serve you in this, and if it gets messy, it's okay, because I have this plate of grace that's going to that's gonna catch all, all the mess, all the stuff that maybe I don't agree with, that I don't gel with, because Jesus did that for you. Jesus, when I, so if you start thinking of all the reasons why you're not going to put the plate under that person, I want you to be reminded, Jesus did that for you. He saw you, he saw your mess, he saw the mistakes you were going to be make, he, he called you, and he knew you were going to be a sinful person, but every day he's like, here's this little plate of grace that's just going to help cover everything that, that gets missed, right? Jesus said, he said, hey, this relationship is worth it. This person is worth it. I know you're going to mess up. I know you're going to make mistakes, but Jesus has an unconditional love for us. So every day we have a little plate of grace under our mac and cheese to help us get through that time. Amen. The body of Christ is here for you on your bad days, here for you on your good days, and we suffer and rejoice together. 1 Corinthians 12.26 says, If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. And so I hope that this passage can remind somebody in this room that you are not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone in this season. You're not alone in your situation. You are not alone. You may be suffering, hurting, and broken, but the la last, last time I checked, a broken hand doesn't get amputated. A broken hand doesn't get cut off. You know, we just, we put things in place to help it grow back and, and heal. Broken things don't get amputated. We're not going to cut you loose. We're going to say, man, that hand is jacked up, but I love you even with your jacked up hand, okay? And we don't want to lose you. Some, there's people in this room that you may be hearing a lie that this church doesn't love you, that this, that this place is, is, there's people mad at you and you just need to go out and just, the church has just hurt you and you just need to leave. Can I just say that that's a lie from the devil? He wants to isolate you and get you out of these walls so he can start whispering in your ear. And so as, as can I speak on behalf of Pineview, 
we love you. We don't want to lose you. We want you to stay even with your mess. We want, we want you to stay even though you could be a little frustrating. I love you anyways. We want you to stay here because we love you and we need you and you are valuable to the body of Christ. You are valuable to the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. And maybe, maybe you're thinking that, you're like, you know what, okay, I am, I am a part of the body of Christ, but I'm not, I'm not like a vital part of, of the body of Christ. And that's even a lie. 1 Corinthians 12 says, in fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all parts are glad. I want to focus on verse 3. It says, And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care, so carefully we protect those parts that should not be seen. What I pull from this, from this passage is that there are going to be times when we need to be covered. There are going to be times where we are weak and we need to be covered. When you are struggling, when you are feeling invaluable, when you are feeling unimpactful and attacked on every side, the body of Christ is here to cover you. We are here to cover you in your weakness. We don't just say, hey, hey, get out. You know, you're weak. We're all strong right now. We are supposed to cover each other. We're supposed to cover each other in prayer. When was the last time you walked up to somebody in this room and said, hey, what can I pray for you about? I'm, I'm going I'm to put you on my prayer list this week. What can I specifically pray for you this week? We need to be covering each other in prayer because sometimes I'm going, I'm going to be weak and I need you to intercede for me. And sometimes you're going to be weak and I can intercede for you. That, that's how this works. We're supposed to be vulnerable and be open and, and say, hey, listen, everything's not okay. Everything's not perfect. Everything's not, it's not great. There are places that I am weak and I need prayer. Amen. So let's start praying for others. And so what are other ways that we can cover the body? What are other ways? We can get creative with this. Hey, hey, do you need a meal? You know what? I'm not even asking. Here's a, here's a gift card. Here's a gift card. You know what? Even if you don't need a meal, God bless you. Here, here's, here's a meal. You need gas in your car? I don't even care. Here, here's a gas card. You need a hug? I'm going to give you a hug. You need a kind word? I'm going to give you a kind word. I'm going to give you some encouragement. These are ways that we can just cover each other in prayer, that we can cover each other in love. Amen? Amen. And when the storm is passed, when you've, got, when you've gotten through that, that tough place, we're going to rejoice with you that you're back at strength, that you're back at full health. When, when you get that breakthrough, when you get the revelation, when you get the, the new job, when you get the, the raise, when your family comes back together, when you, when you get healed, when you kick that habit, we are here rejoicing with you. Amen. We are here rejoicing with you, celebrating you letting you know that you are the best and that we love you because we are unified. And the last thing is a desire to serve. I'm not closing yet. I got you. I'll let you know when I'm like closing, closing. Um, a desire to serve. That's another way that we can have unity 
in the body of Christ. Ephesians 4.16 says he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I love, I love the, the part that says, as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Another awesome part about being a part of the body of Christ is that God has given you a special work, a talent, or ability, and that special work helps the body to grow. It's not just for you. It's not, it's not just for you and your little kingdom and your, and your little community. It's for the church to help the church grow. It says that your gifts are gonna, are gonna make room for the church to grow, for the body to grow. So what does this mean? A church that doesn't serve each other is going to have stunted growth. If we are not serving each other, we're not going to grow. And so if you want this place to grow, which you, in Jesus' name you should, if you want this place to grow, you gotta serve. It's time to step in and serve the body of Christ. It's time to serve. It's time to get involved again. It's time to get plugged in again. It's not time to sit on the sidelines anymore because we need you. We need you to grow. We, we can't do this on our own. Our, our, our five worship team members, we need some more singers up here. You know, we need people greeting at the front. We need people at the front desk. We need people in kids ministry. We need people discipling others. We need people in kids ministry. We need you. There is a fit for you. There is a fit for you in the gifts and talents that you have. So find your fit this morning. This, this body needs you. You are here for a reason. God has given you the gifts and talents that, that he's given you because there, there is a missing piece in, 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 our, in our church that is you. And we need you. You're here, you're here to serve. We are all here to serve each other. And so we need you. Amen. And you're not going to fit into every single ministry, okay? Don't, don't burn yourself out trying to be a part of, don't, don't be like, hey, I'm signing up for every single ministry today and I'm going to serve the body of Christ like never before. No, you need sleep, you need rest, okay? But we are going to find a fit for you. And if you don't know what that fit is, come talk to me, come talk to the staff, come talk to, to Pastor Nate, and we will find a fit for you and get you plugged in because you need to be serving the body of Christ. The day we stop serving each other is the day that our unity starts to walk out the door. And a divided church is not a healthy church. A divided church is not a healthy church. Jesus kind of set the model. Jesus served his disciples. The disciples served the body and the body served the community. The body served each other. And a unified church serves each other. So join a, join a ministry. I'm telling you, it'll grow you. It'll grow you. Come, come deal with these junior high boys, okay? You want to grow? Woo! That'll, that'll go. Patience, everything. Come join a ministry. It'll grow you. It will grow you in the best way. In the best way. And as I close, all right, worship team, you, you can come now. I want to just recap what we talked about. In order to have unity in the body of Christ, we need to have an unconditional love for each other. Despite our differences and views, we need to have unconditional love for each other. We need to suffer and rejoice together. When you win, we win. When you fall, we catch you and we help you back up. You are not 
alone on this journey. Your family is not alone. You're not, you don't have to try to figure it all out by yourself. There are people in this room that love you, that care for you, that want to help, but you have to insert yourself into the body of Christ. If we don't know what's going on, if, if you're just, you walk in, walk out, and never talk to anybody, how, how, can, we, how can we get connected like that? Let's make friendships. Let, let's be honest with each other. Let's ask for prayer, and let's serve each other. I'm, I'm so serious when I say find a place that you can serve. Think about the places that you can serve. It, it's time to get plugged back in because if you're just coming in, coming out, you're just kind of just feeding off of what's here and you need to be plugged in and you need to serve the church. What are ways that you can serve the church? Maybe it's not a specific ministry. Maybe it's a brand new ministry that you just, you've had a, a, a calling for and you want to talk about it. Come talk to us. If there's a ministry you want to start, let's talk about it. But get plugged in. It's time to serve. And if we do these things, if we do these things, if we have unconditional love, if we suffer and rejoice together, if we serve each other while keeping Jesus at the center of everything we do, we will be unstoppable. There will be no room for isolation. There will be no room for it. You can just kind of picture it as like this impenetrable shield that whenever Satan comes and tries to isolate one of us and we get pulled away, you got the whole body of church bringing them back in and saying, no, 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 don't go out there. It's dangerous out there. You need to get, stay in here and stay plugged in to the body of Christ. We need to keep Jesus at the center of everything we do. And Pineview Church will be a beacon of hope to the community. We'll change our communities. We'll change our schools. We'll change our families. We'll change our workplace. And people won't, they, they won't be able to miss it. That there is something different about you. There's something different about this church. They walked in the doors and they just felt loved on every single side. That's what I hope people feel when they walk in. That they just walk in and they're like, this is home. This is home. This, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I pray that people feel that and that people will want to be a part of it. You know, there are times when people are, are looking for God, they're looking for, for hope, they're looking for truth, they're looking for everything that Jesus has to offer and they find that, but they also find a family. There are times when people are just looking for God and they find a family, but there are also times there are people that are going to walk through those doors that are just looking for family. They're looking for community, and through us, they'll find God. I'm fine with either of those paths. I'm fine with either of those paths because either way, they both end with Christ at the center of everything. So let's agree that Pineview can be a place for those people, no matter of your intentions of coming here. I hope that you find God. I hope that you meet God because you're meeting us and we're the body of Christ. And so we should have the love of Christ, the grace of Christ. We love you. We want you here. And so I can't think of, of a better way than to have everybody stand the worship team is going to sing. And if you are in need of some covering this morning, if you are in need of prayer from the body of Christ, I'd like to invite you to be vulnerable. I'd like to open up these altars and for you to come forward. And I want the body of Christ to just cover you in prayer. Somebody is going to come up to you. And I pray that whoever decides to pray for this person, ask them, hey, what can I pray for you for? 
and we're going to cover you together. We're going to cover you in prayer because you are not alone in this struggle. You're not alone in this journey. You're not alone in this and this path that you're on. You have people. If you look around this room, there are people in this room that are going to pray with you, not just this morning for the need, but they're going to write your name on a notepad on the refrigerator and they're going to pray for you. Every time they, they look up and see your name this week, they're going to look at you, they're going to think of you, and they're going to cover you in prayer. And so if that's you this morning, I'd like to open up this altar. If you are in need of prayer, if you are in need of a family, if you are in need of the body of Christ to comfort you, I'd like to invite you forward. And as they come forward, I'd like the body of Christ to just come around them and pray over them. Amen. Amen. God, I thank you for what you're about to do right now. I thank you for the body of Christ. I thank you that we can cover each other in prayer. I thank you that we can have unconditional love for each other. I thank you that we can suffer with each other, that we can love each other, that we can celebrate each other, God. I thank you for this community. I thank you for this family. And I thank you for what you're about to do right now because broken people are going to come forward and other broken people are going to gather around them and lift them up in prayer. And we can somehow, through your Holy Spirit, we can be meshed together and we can be made whole by community. We can be made whole by your love. And so right now, God, I pray that any person that is holding back because whatever it's pride whatever is holding them back from coming up to the altar this morning God I pray that you just kick it to the side and you just let them know that that doesn't matter what matters is being whole you don't have to stay broken you don't have to stay in this mess you can come to the front and receive prayer and so God I just thank you for what you're about to do in Jesus name these altars are open so come forward and receive prayer I love